Thank you so much for joining us today here for It's a PR Thing. You know I love talking to you about PR things. And today we're gonna cover four pro tips that are crucial in helping you prepare for and manage the interview process. You know, a lot of people go into a media interview and they just go in with a list of talking points. And that's about the extent of their preparation. And that's about the extent of their considerations. But you actually need to approach a media interview first and foremost with what I call a strategic roadmap. You also need to have something prepared that helps you deliver that strategy or that essentially carry you down that that strategic road, so to speak. And you need some support to help you be successful with that interview. Kind of think of that as more like a wingman, wingwoman, co-pilot. And you also want to make sure that your bases are covered in case your misquoted or information is is not reported accurately in the news story. And I call that the insurance policy. So if you've never done a media interview before, this is gonna be some really good starter information to help get you off on a good foot. If you're someone who's done interviews here and there, um, you know, but you maybe have not been aware of all of these considerations, this actually is gonna help your interview preparation and process to be much stronger. And if you're someone like myself, you know, where you've been the spokesperson in the past and now you help to coach, you know, executives and so forth in uh, actually participating in interviews, then this is going to be some really good reminder of the discipline and techniques that we need to always be thinking about and applying as we are helping people work through that media interview process. So grab a pen, grab a pad of paper, and let's all dive in for some more PR learning love. Welcome everyone to It's a PR Thing. This is the show where we help you build relationships that build business. We'll give you a better understanding of what PR is today and how you can use it to drive your business in ways you never knew you could. If you're ready to build bigger and better relationship capital, then this is the show for you. Hey all, thank you so much for joining us today for It's a PR Thing. I am your host, Stephanie McFarland, and you know today we're going to cover four pro tips that can help you prepare for and manage your media interview. Now, as you know, our show is not just specific to media relations. We look at public relations by the formal definition. It is a far broader discipline that covers all of the stakeholders that your organization interacts with. And by definition, it is, say it with me, the management function. Say it again, it's the management function that identifies, builds, and maintains mutually beneficial relationships between an organization and its stakeholders. And I want you to focus on those two words, mutually beneficial, for a moment. Your relationship with a reporter, specifically related to an interview, should be focused on mutually beneficial. The reporter is getting an interview with a knowledgeable source or official source, and you are getting a chance to be able to share your story or make your case, and you should expect for its outcome, if you will, when it's published or it's aired, to be fair, balanced, and accurate. And these four pro tips are gonna help set you up for that kind of success. Now, there is more that you can learn about doing media interviews, but these four tips are gonna give you, again, a really good set of tools to work with. So, pro tip number one, Make sure you have a strategic guide or, or a roadmap on what you want to say and how you want to say it. How do we do that? 
That's right, redevelop a standby document. You guys all remember Tuesday tip number one, that is avoiding the scramble and hurting the cats. Please go back and listen to it because it walks you in great detail of how to put together a standby document and what all goes into it. But just as a quick refresher, you're gonna have an elevator speech in there. You're gonna have a position statement usually fashioned as a quote three to five conversation points to help frame your conversation. You're gonna have key facts, key figures. You're going to have answers to the five questions you know you're going to get and answers to the five questions that may actually keep you up at night. And that standby document is really vital in, it's a good exercise, let me put it that way, in helping you prepare for the interview. Pro tip number two, talk it out. Don't just rely on the standby document and use it as a talking point sheet. Get in a room before the interview with somebody that you trust, that you, you know, you, you trust to give you honest and constructive feedback and talk it out. Get it out of your head, get it out in the air, hear yourself talk about it. Let your sounding board hear you talk about it. They can hear the, the context that you're putting it in, the articulation, they can hear the words that you're using, they can hear how you're organizing your thoughts, and you might actually talk it through four or five times in an hour. Do not use this, however, as an opportunity to rehearse a Q&A interview style situation. Do not do that. That puts you into the scripted box and that makes you come off as inauthentic in an interview. And sometimes you get so focused on that, you know what I mean, that you might miss key things that you need to make sure you're on your toes about in an interview. So again, get in a room and talk it out. Pro tip number three, have a wingman or wingwoman or co-pilot in the interview with you. Have somebody there who is in the room, they're on the Zoom session, they're on the phone call, they're taking copious notes, and or they're also recording the audio or the video. Now this person can help you actually craft a record of what was said. That helps you later if you should need it for a correction or a clarification or just verification. The wingman or wingwoman also helps you to stay on track with time. If you have 20 minutes for the interview because you have to get, uh, you have a hard stop, you've got to get to the next responsibility. The wingman or wingwoman, you know, knows when to politely cut that off. And you can always follow up, you know what I mean, in writing with additional questions. The wingman or wingwoman also helps you be able to get the points in that you, uh, essentially as part of your strategy of the interview. So let's say, for example, you're having a lovely conversation with a reporter, you've got great rapport, um, you know, and maybe you start to kind of go off onto an ancillary trail, and the next thing you know, the clock's ticking down, your 20 minutes is almost over, and you did not hit two, you know, maybe one or two of the key points you wanted to make. Your wingman or wingwoman, you know, can essentially just very kind of finesse that, if you will, and just simply say, hey, John, I know today you had also mentioned something about you wanted to cover X. That helps get it back on track, gets you back on track, and you can make sure that you have integrated that into the interview. Now, the other thing that your wingman or wingwoman does is they can also be somebody that helps to verify because they were there in the room, they were on the call, etc. You know, they actually were there, they saw and they heard. You might need that if somebody uh, else in your company sees the interview and has questions about it, you have somebody else that was there that can verify, for example, if you were misquoted, they can, again, be there and if they're actually crafting a record with notes and or audio or video, you have something else. Uh, essentially, you have receipts, if you will. Pro tip number four, that is to make sure that you are recording the audio or the video. 
this is a indisputable record. And it's something, again, that you could use if you need to share it with a reporter to help verify that maybe what's in their story is not accurate or that your quote was not accurate. You can also use it if you would need to, if someone is, uh, if someone is being stubborn about making a valid correction that needs to be made, you can escalate that up uh, with the recording or the video to their news director or their editor. You can also use it to repurpose it. So let's say, for example, the story comes out, you guys are at the very bottom, they got one quote from you and you spent a half hour. You actually can put that audio or video out depending upon your comfort with the quality. You can put that out onto your social media streams. You can put it out associated with the story. And that gives everyone out there, the public, who might go and read that story or you know see it on, again, a social media stream, a chance to listen to the interview in its entirety and all of its context. Um, the other thing it does is it helps you, again, to repurpose it. You can use it to share with your employees. You can share it with your board. You can share it with your vendors. Again, you can put it on your social media streams. You can put it on your website. You could even, if you wanted to, put it in some kind of news announcement and ship it out. But the whole point is you have something that's there, it's archived, and you've got it in case you need it. Guys, those are the four pro tips today on helping you be able to prepare for and manage your media interview. Thank you so much for joining us today. You know I love talking to you about PR things. Please go out and make it a great day.